Hello, my name's Chris Davis and welcome to Model Office's 21st episode in our Science of Compliance podcast series, where we're showcasing that governance risk and compliance doesn't need to be as painful as a hair transplant, but can support sustainable and profitable practice. In this episode, we're delighted to host Alex Whitson, Managing Director of Financial Advisor Review Platform Vouched For, to discuss his views on his career journey and the opportunities and challenges advisor firms are facing in meeting ongoing market challenges and regulatory requirements. So let's listen in. Hello, here we are on our 21st episode in our Science of Compliance podcast, where we aim to debunk myths around compliance being a business prevention unit to show how governance, risk and compliance can enable your business to not only survive, but thrive, particularly now through challenging and turbulent times. In this episode, we're delighted to welcome Alex Whitson, Managing Director of Financial Advisor Review Platform, Vouchfor, to better understand his practical experience in retail financial services and how Vouchfor are supporting their clients in meeting market and regulatory challenges. Hello, Alex. Hi, Chris. Great to be here. Good, and it's, it's wonderful to have you. Thanks for taking the time out. Um, these podcasts are really all about... Um, nothing 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 to to really sell and so forth it's about understanding the individual and the, the person um and our guests uh, uh, have great rich stories uh, of how they have got to where they've got to today so just um tell our listeners a bit about your background and your journey to what to to uh, to where you are uh today as we speak Absolutely. How far back do you want to go? Do you want to go back to sort of childhood, complicated relationships with father, that sort of thing? Or should I I start with the beginning of my career? Well, I do have an MSc in organisational psychology, but I I, I want to park that for today. So let's just go for your career. (laughs) Okay, good stuff. So, yeah, I started out in the publishing world. Uh, Are you familiar with the the company Haymarket? Yes, very much so. So, yeah, traditional um, magazine publisher, at least it was. Founded by Michael Hesseltine, who was uh, yep. ex-Deputy Prime Minister, of course. I joined just after the golden days of, of long boozy lunches and selling print adverts for tens of thousands of pounds. Mm-hmm. Timing, timing error on my part. Uh, what I ultimately ended up doing within that business was um, being MD of a department that created a range of digital content and events. And... Ultimately, yeah, I mean, sort of responding to the changes that we were seeing in terms of how consumers were engaging with with content. Ultimately, yeah. I became um, uh, I had a fantastic time there, but but was keen to join a smaller business, a more agile business, and one with a, a sort of greater level of societal impact. So what I did was I drew up a list of ten small firms that impressed me, and speculatively emailed their founders asking for a job. Mm. Vouch for ended up on the list. Because I I read an interview with Adam, who founded Vouched For yeah. in Management Today, which was a Haymarket magazine. And he seemed like a smart guy doing good things. So uh, reached out and, and ultimately joined the, the company as chief marketing officer in 2015 and became managing director, director shortly after that. Brilliant. Great story. And, and what would you say, are your, you know, have you been your biggest career challenges and how, how have you overcome them? Well, so there's been plenty. Uh, if if I pick out a couple, starting with my time at Haymarket. So when I joined the business, the vast majority of its revenues were derived from print subscriptions and advertising. Yeah, the internet obviously completely changed that, and almost overnight, 
we just saw revenues go through the floor. People were reading less magazines. Advertisers were less keen to spend money on print. Yep. So it was a big, big challenge, uh, but with challenge comes opportunity. In March 2008, I took a business plan to Haymarket's board, which was all about creating content in different ways, in different formats. So from websites through to webinars um, and various other channels to, to really engage our various audiences. It also focused on being more accountable to our advertisers. So, so print advertising wasn't particularly measurable. Advertisers understandably wanted to understand the bang they were getting for their bucks. Yeah. So the plan was very focused on doing that as well. Despite the, the the best efforts of the financial crash, the plan was approved and and immediately moved into profit and ultimately became uh, one of the largest areas of Haymarket's UK operation. Great. So to call out another challenge, I'll, I'll choose a more recent one. So yeah, during my time at Vouch4, like, like many businesses, when, when the COVID outbreak happened early 2020, we weren't sure how it was going to impact our sector and our business. I remember having a call with Adam, the founder, and we talked about the range of options available to us. And there was kind of a spectrum here, ranging from let's just wait and see, because uh, ultimately this is this is an unusual beast. Many of us have worked through the dot-com crash and the financial crash, but this, yep. was, this was different. The other end of the spectrum, you had, you know, massively reduced costs and um, and ultimately ride out the storm as best as best as we could. We ended up somewhere in the middle. So we furloughed a few of the team to mm -hmm. reduce our risk. And we were keen to be as proactive as we possibly could be in supporting our financial advisor members. So rather than being reactive to events, we tried to get on the front foot. We, we emailed all of our Members at that point in time, we had about two and a half thousand. Yep. And we we just said, look, you know, we understand that this is a pretty uncertain, scary time. We're a small business too. So we get that you're likely to be worried about costs and what, what the future may hold. So if you are struggling with, say, paying the cost of your subscription, let us know. And, and we'd be keen to explore ways that we can help. And, and what happened was we, we got a... We, we got loads and loads of emails back, most of which were, were hugely positive and just saying, thank you, we're, we're fine, we're actually doing okay, um, but but we really appreciate the message. We, we did get a, a small percentage of our members come back and say, actually, we are really worried about costs. Many of them were mortgage advisors, who yeah. you may recall were going through a particularly difficult time around sort of March, April 2020. And so we worked with them to figure out a solution that would work and enable them to continue their membership. So it was quite a big, uh, big, bold move, but ultimately paid off. What, what we ended up seeing was the demand for advice after a short blip around sort of March 2020 came back with a vengeance. Um, but one of the interesting trends that we noticed is that people that were looking for advice were doing more due diligence on their chosen yeah. advisor. So they're spending longer online researching advisors. They wanted to make absolutely sure they made the right choice, which, of course, aligns perfectly with what the Vouch4 website is all about. So we rapidly unfurloughed the people that we'd furloughed and um, our membership grew by about 80% from, from that time to now. Well, that's incredible. And that, that leads us on very nicely into, into the next area. So uh, for those uh, of our listeners, and many of them are uh, financial advisor 
uh, financial advisors and financial advisor firm owners, wealth and wealth managers and so forth. Um, tell us a bit more about Vouch4 uh, and how you're developing your services, you know, to meet ongoing, you know, advisor firms needs and obviously their challenges. Yeah, absolutely. So we're a very mission driven business. It was one of the things that attracted me to the company in the first place. Our mission in simple terms is to help everyone access great advice. That's the North Star that guides everything that we we do. It led to us building vouchful.co.uk into what it is today. Led to us creating a financial coaching business to help people that financial advisors can't. And then more recently, it led to us creating a platform called Elevation, which sets out to help firms improve client experience and meet consumer duty requirements and such like. I've touched on um, how Vouchful is helping with, with some of the trends that we're noticing today, particularly with regards to the increase in due diligence that we're seeing consumers do. Yeah. But perhaps worth a word on Elevation, how it came into being and how it's helping address some of the challenges that that we're hearing from advice firms currently. So it it was born out of conversations with advice firms about 18 months ago. And a couple of consistent themes through those conversations were that the firms in question were keen to better protect their customers and improve client experience. Yeah. Some were inspired by the belief that better client experience is going to be increasingly important to advice businesses in attracting and retaining customers in the next few years. Some were inspired by the consumer duty, which was starting to be talked about around then. Some by the simple desire to do the best possible job they could for their clients and and, and some by all all the above. And we realized that there was a lot more that we could and should do to help. Through the Vouchful um, website, we've got a ton of data on what great client experience looks like. Mm-hmm. So we spent several months analyzing all of that data. We spoke to advisors as well, ran consumer focus groups to really understand the most powerful drivers of client experience. By that, I mean the advisor behaviors or the factors that make the biggest positive difference to client experience. And that all ultimately led to Elevation, which helps firms improve client experience, drive revenue, and meet consumer duty requirements. More specifically, driving three goals. So the first is all about making great first impressions and turning more prospects into clients. We discovered through our our process that there's a very fine line between success and failure here. So 63% of prospects who leave a five-star first impression rating on our platform after an initial meeting, intend to become a client. That more than halves to 28% if they leave a four-star first impression. So we spent a lot of understanding, yeah, what keeps advisors on the right side of of that. The second goal is all around delighting existing clients, driving both advocacy and retention. Most advice firms don't struggle too much with, with retention of clients. But but what we discovered was there was a massive untapped goldmine of opportunity around recommendations because most clients say they'd recommend their advisor, 95% do. However, less than a third, 29%, actually regularly do recommend their advisor. So similarly, we spent a lot of time understanding what moves clients from saying they'd recommend to actually regularly doing so. And the third goal is all around safeguarding clients' best interests and mitigating risk. And what we found is that 17% of advisors' client feedback shows evidence of at least one major risk factor, which which sounds sounds pretty uh, alarming. But the good news is that if only these factors are identified, 
many of them are easy to put right. So based on things like understanding of, of fees, being clear on risk, that sort of thing. Yeah. So that, that gives you a bit of a flavor of what we're up to. Um, Elevation itself, it, it, the, the sort of product takes the form of intuitive dashboards that show advisors uh, and their firms how they're doing against those three goals. And, and crucially, importantly, the specific things that they can do to improve. Um, it also outputs a consumer duty report, which shows firms how they score against each of the four consumer duty outcomes. Great. This all sounds exceptionally exciting. As you know, we're, we're a reg tech and um, we, we're uh... Um, just in the process, actually, of, of, of launching a consumer duty uh, data analytics dashboard um, around the four outcomes, and and, and all this um, this uh, this uh, management information and the data that you're talking about, um, in, in more ways than one, it, it meets that criteria, which is often missed when you hear a lots of the white noise in the marketplace around the consumer duty, which is about the FCA or a data leg regulator. So it's all about where is your data, what data do you have, what are the you know the trend analysis and, and so forth, and the gap analysis processes that you're looking at when you're engaging your clients that you can then showcase that you've provided these good outcomes. And this um, platform that you've got sounds really exciting. So if you what what we'll do at the end when we publish this on social media, we can put. A, do you have a link to that platform that we can put on there? For, for yeah, the absolutely, absolutely. I'll share a link. Brilliant. Okay. Well, we'll do that, and uh, we'll put it on uh, on LinkedIn and uh, and Twitter well, on the feeds when we when we put this out. Great. I mean that that's really exciting stuff, and and that brings us really nicely into you know the the big regulatory challenges you, that you're seeing uh, financial advisor firms facing and, and planners and wealth managers, and how you're supporting them. So you've kind of already covered off, covered that. I think the big point then we we met on the on a fidelity. Um, webinar uh, on the uh, on the consumer duty which um which was really well attended i think it's about a thousand firms were on that but um but i think the 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 interesting thing there is is that you are very much um and correct me if i'm mistaken alex but you're very much focused on that client experience piece is that right yeah yeah absolutely i i think I mean, elevation drives those three goals that I mentioned. And what I think is really exciting about what our data tells us is, is the link between, um, you know, doing the consumer duty properly yeah. and increasing revenues. So I spoke earlier about, you know, the work that we've done to understand what makes a prospect move from being a prospect to a client and what, sort of client experience factors move a client from saying they'd recommend to actually regularly doing so. And many of the most important drivers sit at the heart of the consumer duty. Yeah. So for instance, if a client has maximum confidence, they understand risk, they're much more likely to recommend their advisor than if they don't. And that's particularly true for clients who are 65 or older. They need to be sure on the downsides if they're going to have the confidence that's required. And it is a big deal to tell their friend about their advisor. Yep. So we, we really cover that full spectrum. It's about absolutely helping collect some data that will um, sort of help with the kind of ongoing response to the consumer duty and monitoring and evidencing outcomes, but then also making sure that that data is having maximum commercial value within the business. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's really, really crucial. I, you know, having been, I was an IFA for 10 years, Having been an IFA, <clears throat> run an IFA, it's, you know, you you kind of, you know, they need all the help they can get, I'll be honest with you, because they're wearing so many 
um, hats and spinning so many plates and so forth that um, all these tools are, are fantastic. Uh, and, you know, uh, as you know, technology, be, what, what we say, technology built well is a great enabler. You know, it's not magic, but it's a great enabler to get things done better, quicker, get far better information so that, you know, you're on track or not, as the case may be, and then tweak it to, so that you are um, really important stuff. And um, so what would you say, um, you know, we've talked about technology and, you, and we've talked and I remember meeting actually Adam, the founder uh, at a Tizer event. Um, he came and pitched Voucher when he first, I think, launched uh, way back now. Um and what I was intrigued by on this, Alex, is, is really your, you know, how you've adopted technology within the business. Can you talk a bit more about, I know you've talked about elevation, but a bit more about how you, you know, you adopt technology and, and, and enable firms to get things done better through technology. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, as a technology business, it's, 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 our, it's our lifeblood. We're in the fortunate position of having a team of developers um, within the company, which means that in many cases we can build the things that we need so for instance yep. our crm system is is built entirely with us in mind it's it's totally bespoke to our needs however there's lots of instances where we will bring in third party solutions where it makes sense to do so uh, there's a range of technology that we use from you know, amazon web services for our hosting through to customer io for our emails and automation through to Slack for our internal messaging and and to yep. try and keep the strongest possible culture in these in these hybrid working times. Brilliant, yeah, and that's really really important. And you know, just um, looking at uh, the, the you know going back to the consumer duty, um, where you know are you are you seeing more advisor firms coming to you and re you know realizing that they need to get more involved in technology adoption within their business or, or, or not as the case may be yeah we've seen a, a massive spike in demand in recent months for our elevation platform and i think you know what's really important to say as we as we spoke about on that fidelity webinar is that yeah. you know most advice firms are in really good shape actually you know most client most advisors are doing a great job for their clients most clients are, are happy that's very, very clear in the data. That said, there are there are some gaps, right? And you know, addressing these will not only help firms be compliant, but also go after that revenue upside that I was talking about earlier. And there's no question about the fact that you know technology can play a really important part in that. You spoke about data, for instance. Now, yeah, data is absolutely key, of course, to meeting consumer duty requirements. One of the recommended data points um, by the FCA is, is client. Perhaps unsurprisingly, I'm a, I'm a big champion of, of that one. Yeah. Um, yet we did a survey of uh, advice firms about six months ago, and only 24% of advice firms were regularly collecting feedback from their clients. And um, only 7% were regularly collecting feedback from prospective clients. Which is a massively uh, it's a massive missed opportunity in terms of consumer duty, which is requiring firms to, of course, look at the the whole consumer journey, yeah. but also in terms of you know understanding ways to to uplift revenue by converting more prospects. And then you know once you've collected the right data, and you know client feedback is just one piece of the puzzle here. Of course, mm. the key question is how do you put that data to work within your business? And that's something that we're seeing a lot of firms struggle with. It's obviously 
central to the consumer duties requirements around governance and accountability. Yep. Um, and, and I think, again, tech is an absolute must here. So, you know, in the case of Elevation, we, we give advisors dashboards which show them very clearly the client experience that they're delivering, how that compares with industry averages and mm -hmm. the specific things that they can do to improve. So on an ongoing basis, they can very clearly and easily see how to improve outcomes for, for their clients. Yeah, that's really smart. I like that. And that's very much needed um, for sure. Um, and I think the where where we're seeing a lot uh, of 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 kind of like issues or challenges, whatever you however you want to define it, you know, we've just produced a, a piece of um, research, which you do each year, actually called the cost of compliance um, and benchmark firms um, across uh, the the key elements of of whether you know challenges and so forth and what what we're seeing obviously is the the rise heavy rise in in compliance costs and time it mm. takes to to do stuff so for example on average firms are now only spending thirty five percent of time with their clients directly with their clients and the rest of it is on the business and compliance and the rest of it um, which uh, obviously is is a made ma you know a major drag on or can be a major drag on performance. Um, and the other thing as well is that you're looking at yeah, indirect and direct costs of compliance. It's now up between around about twelve to twenty three percent, depending on the on the, of revenues, depending on the size of the business. So again, that's putting a massive drag um, uh, in in a very different economic climate. So certainly technology as, as an enabler so firms can get the data take a look at the data and then employ um, strategies to streamline um, I think is essential and I think what I'm hoping people are going to get out of this po particular podcast Alex is that you, you you're way more than just a financial advisor review platform right absolutely you know that that's where we started out yeah but it goes back to goes back to that mission really you know to help everyone access great advice and if you think about how we've evolved, so the Vouchable website, together with the financial coaching business that we we built, it's now called Octopus Money Coach, having been acquired last year. Yeah, um, they kind of focus on the helping everyone access bit, and then Elevation helps with the great advice bit. And um, you know, we will continue to look at any ways we can to to kind of further that that mission. Yeah, and I think that that's kind of interesting about the the guidance piece, um, and that's called Oxford's Money Coach, is it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It started so, life as Hatch, yeah, and it it was kind of born out of the realization, you know, as we were growing the vouch for business, we observed firsthand the fact that the advice gap, as it called in the press, was only getting bigger. Mm -hmm. So, you know, put simply, the there's not enough advisors to help all the people in the UK who need advice. And so what, what was happening is that, you know, understandably financial advisors were increasing their minimum wealth level of people that they could help. Yeah. And that leaves a lot of people out, right. Who could massively benefit from one-to-one -one help, um, but are largely reliant on well-intentioned, but gen ultimately generic government websites and, and the like. So we built that business to help them. We, we sold it to Octopus in part because it's such a huge problem to go after. There are millions of people in the uh, in the UK who could benefit from one-to-one -one advice or guidance, but are priced out of it. So 
our pockets were not as uh, as deep as they need to be to go after the problem in earnest. Yeah, yeah got you, got you. And uh, yeah, this is one of the things that we toyed with when we were <clears throat> advising was and and in in wealth management is that how you know could we set up a business that wouldn't necessarily be regulated because it just offers guidance um you know it's not in other words it's not product related so if you're not product related then that can take away a lot of the regulatory element to it um and then approaching it that way now the interesting piece there so coming to the end of the podcast i always ask a couple of questions um which uh, which we always welcome our, our guest feedback on. So if you could change one thing about the industry, what would it be? Yeah, great question. And uh, for me, it would absolutely be the public's perception of advice. Yeah. So if you look at the last 10 years, the financial advice profession have made huge strides since RDR. You know, there's no question about the fact that the profession's in a much better place, I think, than it that it, it ever has been. And, and as I've mentioned, our data makes clear that most advisors are doing a brilliant job for their clients. Yep. The sad truth is, though, that the public perception hasn't kept up. Uh, and the single biggest barrier to people who need it engaging with advice is still lack of trust. Yeah. So, yeah, the number one thing I would change is really helping the public understand what advice is and above all the fact that the vast majority of advisors are doing brilliant life-changing work for their clients every single day. Yeah, that's a really good point, Alex. I, I totally agree on that one. And we, we had a podcast, I don't know if you know, uh, Roderick Renison, but we had a podcast with Roderick recently uh, and he was uh, pained to, to, to ensure that, you know, at the end of the day, we, we realised that this is a profession um you know we've moved a long way since the old days of it being almost like a cottage industry i suppose in the old old days but um it's really come a long long way and it's just getting that message across and i think your platform does that very very well final question to you where do you see yourself in five years time <laughs> so given that it's minus two outside and i had an incredibly <laughs> cold walk to the office from my car i'd say anywhere warm fair enough but um perhaps more uh, more specifically we're, we've grown Vouch for a lot, as, as I alluded to over the last couple of years, yep. but there's so much more to do. So I'd like to be leading a Vouch for business that's helping many millions more consumers than we're able to today. And tens of thousands of advisors really understand, improve and showcase client experience. Yeah, really good point to end on. Well, look, Alex, thanks so much for your time today. Lots of rich information there and for anybody listening interested in in, in vouch for um uh, services and the technologies that alex has succinctly uh, talked about um we're going to put a, a link in uh, to all the um the the publication across social media so so you can actually click on those and get more information on, on areas such as elevation so alex it just remains for me to say thank you very much for your time today thanks chris really enjoyed our chat well i thought that was a great session uh big thanks to alex for taking the time out and being our guest today um alex um gave shone real light on the uh, vast amounts of technology that um features and benefits that vouch for um provide financial advisors and their clients um i didn't realize um 
you know, having done some research before this episode, how much actually Vouch4 actually, you know, do, uh, particularly with the elevation platform that Alex um, talked about. And we'll put a link to that uh, in all the social media publications um, so you can have a look at um, Vouch4 elevation uh, platform. But key, you know, areas around uh, client experience, um, good client experience can improve and drive revenues. You've got the whole thing around um, prospects, first impressions and prospects. Um, will, um, I think it was 63% of, of, of prospects are likely to become full clients for advisor firms if they've got five-star ratings on the Vouch4 platform. Um, and also great MI and, and, and data um, around the fact that um, clients best, you know, safeguarding client best interests um, is, is is a big factor. So what Vouch4 can help with that obviously is is is, is clients the the surveys they do with clients and, and clients understanding of their own attitude to risk capacity for loss um, if, you know advisors using cash flow modeling all those type of tools um, is is kind of crucial to to um, clients giving really good uh, ratings to to firms that they're dealing with uh, on the vouch for platform um, so please do have a look at uh, uh, vouch for elevation and um, if you want to get involved with our podcasts uh, in the future please do uh, get in contact with model office we'd love to have you on um, and in the meantime um, i think this is the last one for this year so have a wonderful festive period and we'll see you in the new year thanks for listening mm-hmm.